Ciao a tutti! Welcome to another episode of Two Romanisti in Sweden. But today it's just one Romanista, Alessandro. That's right. It's just me flying solo without my partner Umberto. Yes, the professor is off enjoying some good food, museums and nice weather in Rome. Who, me? Jealous? Not at all. So let's dive into the roller coaster of emotions that Roma fans have been experiencing lately. Hey, yeah, yeah, some calm days. Uh, I, I really hope they will come soon. First, let's talk about the Roma Milan match. It was a tense and cagey affair, with both teams struggling to create uh, clear cut chances. And then there was Tammy Hebram. The guy who made us believe in miracles, scoring after 94 minutes. Yes, you heard me, 94 minutes. Only for Milan's Sackelmerk, Salazar, Solosus. I've never managed to pronounce this player's name, Salamakers, to uh, come in and crush our dreams in the dying minutes of the match. Exactly four minutes after, so 98 minutes. Oh God, I still remember Abraham shaking his head in disbelief, but uh, I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, Injuries were a significant, well, are a significant factor for Roma, uh, with key players like Smalling, Dybala, Wijnaldum and Llorente out of action. And poor Marash Kumbula had to leave the pitch just 15 minutes into the game with a torn ACL. I mean, can we catch a break? I don't know. Now let's talk about the match against Monza. It started with both teams struggling to create scoring opportunities. El Sharawi gave us hope in the 24th minute after capitalizing on a mistake by Monza's goalkeeper, Di Gregorio, who must have felt like the loneliest man in the world after that error. But Monza equalized 15 minutes later with a stunning volley from defender Luca Caldirola from a very similar position as uh, Salamakers, Salamakers, Salamakers. I'm joking, I know how to pronounce it, do I? Yes. So, yeah, same position as Salamakers against Milan. (sighs) Talking about a deja vu moment, yeah. So, in the second half, Mourinho made several changes, bringing on uh, Madi Camara and Leonardo Spinazzola. But it just wasn't enough to find that elusive winning goal. Mourinho wasn't shy about expressing his frustration, blaming fatigue and a lack of quality options on the bench for the team's inability to maintain concentration during the match. He also criticized the referee, Daniele Kiffi. He emphasized the need for the club to grow and adapt to the challenges they face, acknowledging that Roma lacks the strength to influence referee appointments like other clubs do. I don't know. Name one. Do you want to squat? With a squad lacking depth, Mourinho lamented the the reality that his team doesn't have the luxury of rotating players as easily as other teams, especially those that were eliminated early from European competition, like Lazio, for instance, and now only have to worry about playing one game each week. Like Lazio, for instance. And finally, let's discuss the match against Inter. 
He started uh, cautiously, but Inter's uh, Di Marco uh, scored the opener in the 33rd minute, breaking the deadlock uh, after a pass uh, uh, from Brozovic found Dumfries, uh, who assisted the goal. And again, same position as Salamakers and Caldirola. Three goals from the same position. If this is a joke, it isn't funny, so please stop. As Roma pushed higher in the second half, an error, an horror, from Roger Ibanez allowed Lautaro Martinez to set up Lukaku for Inter's second goal. I swear, it's like our defenders are trying to give us heart attacks. And Ibanez this year owes me 10 years of life lost because of screaming angrily. <sighs> Inter coach Simon Inzaghi credited a fit squad for their recent return to winning ways, as uh, he was able to rotate players uh, in midfield uh, and attack. Despite the loss, Roma's atmosphere in the stadium was incredible, as the supporters continued to back their team. Mourinho's focus uh, now shifts to the Europa League, which may be Roma's only path to the Champions League next season. So we have uh, to face uh, Bayer Leverkusen. Not easy, but uh, possible. Doable. I've got to say, it's been quite the emotional journey for us uh, Roma fans lately, hasn't it? But uh, that's what being a true Romanista is all about, sticking with the team through thick and thin. As we face the upcoming matches, we must rally behind our boys and hope for the best. So that's it for this episode today. I hope you've enjoyed our in-depth look at Roma's recent matches and pain, and let's keep our fingers crossed uh, for better results in the future. Don't forget to follow us on social media, and uh, we'll be back soon for more exciting discussions on the Roma universe. Until next time, Dai Roma!